This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. And if at any point during today's show you have a question or you need a little more information, feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. And definitely check out our website at www.taraenolan.com. You can see what we look like, what kind of things we offer. It's always nice to get that little bit of flavor of what's happening. And while you're at the website, definitely head over to the radio page. You can subscribe to our past shows on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify, because as you're listening to my shows, one thing you're going to start to understand is it's all about education. And the more information you have, the better you can make good decisions about your retirement and planning situation. So today we're going to talk about the seven deadly sins of retirement planning, and I'm sure you're familiar with the seven deadly sins, so we're going to have a little fun with it. It's always better when we have a little fun. (laughs) But before we jump into that, Tony, how are you doing today? Well, I'm doing great, and that sounds like a sinfully good idea. (laughs) Um, uh, But of course, I'm great. I'm here on the radio with you, Tara. I mean, come on. How could I be anything but good? You know, Tony, this is one of my favorite parts of the week when we get to do our radio show recordings. It is. I look forward to it every week, each and every week, all week long. I'm like, oh, I get to do a radio show with Tara. We're going to have fun. Um, And speaking of fun, you know, you always ask me at the beginning of the show how I'm doing. And it reminds me, a friend I had when I lived and worked in Nashville, uh, a hilarious guy, but um, if you'd ask him, oh, I'd say, hey, James, how you doing? And he goes, I'm mildewing. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I don't know what about it. It's just silly, but it's funny. I I always love that one. I'm mildewing. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I've had a great week. I've been very busy, of course, just between uh, stuff uh, at home uh, or rearranging still. We're trying to get rooms cleaned out and, you know, doing this big, huge, a room that hasn't been cleaned out and has been collecting junk for 21 years, basically. Oh, so, wow. Wow. And switching it around with another room that's also been collecting stuff for 21 years. So that's a lot to go through, a lot to move. Other than that, I'm great. How about you? What have you been up to, Terry? You're always busy. Well, you know, Tony, I was just thinking I have a lot of empathy for the people listening to the show because I'm always saying you got to take action now and get this done and don't let it slip off till tomorrow. And I'm looking at the my to-do list of things, and so I can empathize. It's very easy to tell people, <laughs> just take care of your business, but it's really hard when it's you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one thing when it's yourself. You know what they say, uh, the cobbler's uh, the cobbler's kids don't have any shoes. Right. Or, or do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The shoemaker's kids never have any shoes. So. Or they're the ones with holes in their shoes because he just, you know, when you when you work all day telling people how to invest their money, the last thing you want to do when you get home is work on how you invest your money. 
So well, but the good thing uh, about that one particular task is I like to make the things pretty plug and play. So once you've done the plan and organizing, we like to set things up on autopilot as much as possible so that you can do your updates with your annual review. But I'm more thinking about like your chore of cleaning out 21 years worth of crap that's gotten collected oh. in a room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, I have a few of those. That's not good. <laughs> So where where do we start today on uh, seven deadly sins? Well, we're going to start what, what with we... one of the most exciting ones, Tony. We're going to start with the deadly sin of envy. You know, it's ah. so easy to understand envy when your neighbor buys a new car, takes a lavish vacation. I think we've all heard it, you know, keeping up with the Joneses, you know, and, yep. you know, envy can also factor in when we're talking about investments because, you know, there's just those stories of millions of dollars made by some cryptocurrency speculator. You know, Tony, I've had like three or four people approach me about how they bought Bitcoin in the parking lot and they made all this money. And I said, well, that sounds great, but that's not a strategy I'm going to recommend. Well, no, <laughs> because yeah, what's mean. great about that story is you don't ever hear about the, you know, I went and bought Bitcoin in the parking lot and I lost everything. No one tells that story. Well, and they tell it after they made, hey, I bought Bitcoin from some guy in a parking lot and now... Uh, it, it's made me all these money, uh, this money, but what you don't hear is the next day. Oh, now it's worth nothing. Right. Right. And, and yeah, when the bottom dropped out of Bitcoin, which it did, uh, now, you know, where are you at? So a lot of people made a lot of money on paper, but unless they pulled out the instant it hit that high, uh, they didn't make that money first of all. So there you have it. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's just tempting to look at your, you know, I think we've all done that. Look at somebody in a moment in time, like Tony, I think Facebook is actually like the worst because people don't post their tragedy on Facebook for the most part. They post when they're having a great vacation or a nice meal or something good. And it's really easy to get caught up and go, you know, these people are having better lives than me. But Tony, it's just, you just don't know like the one snapshot. You don't know somebody's life because of one or two things that you think you see. Right. Yeah, it's easy to be envious when you see the neighbor uh, buys a new camper or boat or, you know, you hear about uh, your friends on Facebook taking these vacations. Like, how do they afford that? Right. Why can't I afford that? If they can afford it, I should do it. And that actually leads people to spend money uh, they don't have, you know, uh, keep up with the Joneses, as you say. Well, Tony, one of my um, neighbors here, her son works for the phone company, so he goes in and out of everybody's houses. And he says you would be surprised in how many of these large McMansions, when you get inside the house, they don't have furniture. They have uh, sheets hanging on the windows for curtains. So just because you're looking from the in from the outside, you, you don't know what's going on. So don't waste your time. I think I mean, I think that's got to be something that we're taught as children. You know, don't envy other people. Don't. I mean, that's why it's a deadly sin, because there's no good comes from it. Right. I think that's well put. So what is the next of the seven deadly sins of retirement planning? So, Tony, Tony the next deadly sin that we're going to talk about is wrath. You know, this this conversation is hard because these are all hugely big deals. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, retirement planning doesn't seem like a natural fit with our processions, perceptions. That's a big word right there of wrath. Yeah. But, you know, one place that wrath can come into play is when we're leaving a job. You know, how many movies do we watch where, you know, someone is... You know, I quit and who's coming with me? You know, think about uh, Jerry Maguire or, oh. you know, if you, that's something that we all dream about. Like, especially if you're working for a boss that you don't get along with, this idea of just leaving a job that feels good. But it's kind of one of those daydreams, I think, that probably should stay a daydream with your inside voice. <laughs> yes. 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> Use your inside voice. Because it's just, um, I mean, if you're going to do something like that, you really want to plan that out and make sure you have your emergency funds. And, you know, you just don't want to, anytime you make a decision out of anger, it, it, I, I think it rarely comes out well. Yeah. Yeah, and that's uh, that's funny you mentioned that scene in the movie Jerry Maguire. Great movie, and I can still picture him holding that fish up in the air yelling, who's coming with me, you know? Um, and there, we just did a Jerry Maguire reference on the show without using the whole show me the money phrase. That might be a record. <laughs> right, right. And it's just, you know, we all like that. You know, you play it out in your head and, it, and it's going to go great. And then you do it in reality and you're like, oh, boy, that just did not go the way I thought it was going to go. <laughs> Right. And, you know, that we talk about fear and greed and, you know, everybody or, or I think about it in terms of risk. We're all OK with the upside of risk, the get rich quick. I mean, who's who's against that? Yeah. Nobody. Right. We'd all like to get rich quick. So <laughs> that's why uh, you just got to really be careful about um, that's why we you, you got to be deliberate and you got to make plans because, yeah, you, you, you know, those stories you hear about the get rich quick, they're just flash in the pan stories. And that's not the reality for a good solid plan. And Tony, what I like to do with people is let's talk about where you want to be and let's figure out how to get there. Something better than crossing our fingers and hoping it might work out. Right. Yeah. There you go. And yeah. And that whole get rich quick attitude can lead to, uh, you know, not looking at long-term plans and chasing the quick buck. And you don't want to do that either. Um, and, you know, we need to look at that long-term horizon. So we should change the phrase from show me the money to show me the horizon. I think. That's a better, yeah. And it's it's hard because it's not, it doesn't hit that excitement button. But here's the thing, Tony, right. make vacations your excitement button and make planning for retirement your your steady, responsible button. Yeah, there you Don't go. Don't tie the... <laughs> uh, right, right. It's long-term. You really, the sooner you start saving, the better. The earlier, the better, and the more long-term, the better. Uh, but uh, you have to start now. Whether it's as sooner or later, you got to start uh, as soon as you can. You know, whether that was you started when you were young or you start now, if you're older, uh, you got to get going. And uh, so what's the what's the next uh, th seven deadly sin you want to talk about today? Well, this one is, it hits close to home. It's gluttony. <laughs> ah yes like when i'm trying to be are, off wait sugar, are you Tony, referring I, to my pizza pizza habit? well that or i try to be off sugar i did really good for seven days and then i had one bad day and i'm like hmm, does that count <laughs> <laughs> of course it does i just had you don't you want know, it to though two m&ms three and m&ms in most of the bag but that happens sometimes but uh <laughs> <laughs> when you know this is important and tony this is why i always keep going back to you this is why you want to have a plan because, you know, the dictionary defines gluttony as excessive eating and drinking. And when it comes to retirement planning, I think this plays into when you don't have the right mix of risk tolerance. You don't want everything to be 100% at risk, but you don't want everything to just be stuffed under your mattress, right? It's always about that balance. And right. I feel like a lot of people get wrapped up in the water cooler talk and what they think the neighbors are doing, and they don't want to be left behind. And that's why I like to do the educational pieces about the color of money and then talking about age appropriate investing, because you know what I'm going to have a 20 year old do and consider is going to be much different than a 70 year old. Right. Right. 
Oh, yeah. And so... Yeah, everybody's situation is different. Ages make a difference. And it's all about intention. When you're, you want to do it intentionally, and this is the thing, Tony, is there's enough information out there that you don't have to guess at everything. I mean, there is no crystal ball. I wish there was. But yeah. there is a lot of information, and there's way to make informed, intelligent decisions. So you don't have to just... That's the whole point is you, these seven deadly sins. You don't have to go to the extremes, right? Right. Right. And uh, so far, we've covered four of the seven deadly sins of retirement planning, um, right? Yeah. We, so we've covered envy, wrath, greed, and gluttony. So, and, and again, Tony, to me, these are all, the point about these all is this is what we can default to when we don't have a good plan and we make emotional decisions when we're not in our best emotional place. Like we're, this isn't yeah. the decision we make when we're in our Zen place. This is when we make, when we're angry or we're stressed out or that's not the good place to make your decisions. <laughs> right. No, definitely not. Definitely not. So now our time is almost up for this first segment of the show. Is there anything else you want to share with us before we take a quick break? Well, for anyone who's listening to the show and, and just and kind of resonates with, you know, you know, I really need to, make an intentional financial plan because right now I'm just kind of going kind of where the wind blows and how I'm feeling. Tony, Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary calls for the first 20 callers. They really want to have that conversation to go, here's where I am. What do I need to be to get on track and figure out how much is enough? You know, what do I need to do to get there? So Tony, that number is 719-210-4242. So for the folks listening in, that are ready to get out of that yo-yo effect of, of too much, too little, nothing. Give Chris and I a call because we can sit down and talk about how do you become deliberate and make something that's going to set you up for success. So, Tony, that number is 719-210-4242. We really like to help people who are ready to take action. All right. Hey, that sounds great. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Nolan Financial Radio and our host, Tara Nolan, after this. Legacy. Even the word leaves a lasting impression. Legacy planning is an important piece of your financial puzzle and an important part of what you will leave behind for future generations. That is why we give our clients the From the Heart Journal and your guide to IRA and legacy planning. From the Heart Journal was created for the benefit of your family and loved ones. It will let you document and explore future financial wishes. The Guide to IRA and Legacy Planning will help protect your retirement assets from mistakes. Both of these helpful resources are available in the Retirement Toolkit. This toolkit will give the information you need to help secure your retirement. To request your copy, all you need to do is visit our website at terraenolan.com or call us at Tara Nolan Advisory Services, 719-210-4242. Get your copy today. And welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. And if you're just tuning in and you feel like you've missed a conversation or you need some more information, feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. Definitely visit us online at our website, www taraenolan.com gives you a chance to see what we look like, what we offer. And the major thing on the website is you can go to our radio page and subscribe to all of our past shows on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify, because it's all about education and figuring out what questions you should be asking if you don't already know. So if you're just tuning in, 
We've been talking about this Reader's Digest article of the seven deadly sins of retirement planning. And Tony, I think we talked about so far envy, wrath, greed, and gluttony. So what what's left? <laughs> well, I think we're on we're on to the final three uh, of the deadly sins uh, from the article, and that you wanted to talk about today: the seven deadly sins of retirement. And, and the next one uh, is one that eh, maybe I've been guilty of a time or two in my life, and that's sloth. Oh, sloth. Sloth. This is the big one, Tony. I think this is the one that probably affects almost everybody. You know, it reminds me of Benjamin Franklin's quote, if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. And this is the thing I talk with about, Tony, is because there's so much information, you just turn on, you know, the money channels, you go online, it's information overload. And what I see happen, Tony, for a lot of people is just like paralysis because they just don't know what to do. But you got to remember, doing nothing is also a decision. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you decide to do nothing, you, you've made you've made a decision to do nothing. And I, I think when people think of sloths, they think of those really slow moving uh, animals. I saw a sloth at, at a zoo last summer uh, and they're amazing. Really, they're, they're actually funny uh, to watch and look at. Uh, and the sloth from Ice Age, the movie, the cartoon Ice Age, of course, is adorable. But uh, laziness is not adorable, right? It's not, but I think there's also the the good positive message we can take away from sloths, Tony, is patience. And yeah, this is go. where, you know, I think they say for a sloth, it can take them almost 30, to, 30 days to digest a meal, like a leaf or something. Oh. So, but that's what we kind of want to do is as we're starting on our plan for investing, we want to start with something baby steps that makes sense, but even just a small investment, monthly investment, put it on autopilot so you don't have to think about it and put it on long term. So, you know, yeah. a couple hundred dollars a month, it doesn't seem like a lot. But if you start today with compounding interest, your future self is going to thank you. Yeah, there you go. Your future self. And who knew we could learn so much from one sin? I, I, I wondered how you'd relate sloth. <laughs> I, it just makes me think about how much I'm looking forward to taking a nap after a while. Yeah, you and me both. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yep. know why we ever got rid of that. You remember in kindergarten where it was mandatory, nap you time. had to pull out your mat yep. and take a nap. And if you were really good, you also got a lollipop. That's awesome. I think that should be I remember rug, for adults. rug time or mat time, nap time. I loved it. <laughs> I don't know why they got rid of that for adults, because we need it more than the kids. Yeah, we do. So I, we're down to, are we down to the last two yep, sins? Yep, the last two deadly sins, uh, lust and pride, I believe. All right, so these can be the most scandalous, or I guess at least on TV. Yep. <laughs> so <laughs> what we're going to talk about lust for a minute is you don't want your goals and desires to become unrealistic. So, you know, I, I like in the Air Force, we talk about setting high but achievable goals, because if you if you shoot for something that's so pie in the sky that you can never get there, you, you know what happens? You just don't do it. Right. Yeah. It's almost a, a deterrent for itself. Right. And so I think it's great. I, and I do agree in I, like Tony, I made a vision board. I make a vision board every year and I put those pictures of things that I really would like to put out to the universe that I want to happen but I balance that with, well, here's what I can actually do today. So t I take action today that I can I can do and afford, but then I still have my big dreams. But you don't want to, because a lot of times, Tony, it's, I think it's another way of kicking the can down the road. 
to set a goal that's so big and say, well, I can't do that yet, but you know, I want to invest three times what I'm investing. But so as soon as I make enough money to do that, I'm going to start. Yeah. And so it just becomes another way to delay. So how does meeting, let's talk about pride for a bit. I mean, uh, how does all this tie in with pride? Well, you know, Tony, I think pride is like the hardest one to overcome, you know, when it comes to retirement income planning. When I do my um, my personal uh, spiritual growth kinds of work, you know, we do a lot of talking about ego and pride and, you know, there's no limit to the good you can do if you're not worried about who gets the credit. And it's it's just one of those hard areas because it's hard to ask for help, especially with finance, because, you know, Tony, a lot, everyone's smart and there's so much information. And what I find, Tony, is most people feel like, well, I should be able to do this. I shouldn't have to ask for help. This is something I should just be able to do myself. And here's the thing, Tony, is I would encourage people not to think about investing as something. It's not a question of can you do it or can you not do it? It's is this what you want to do with your time? You know, just like I'm not going to go to med school to be my own doctor because I don't want to do that. You know, I specialize in financial education. I ride my horses. I have family. You know, I don't want to I want to pick what I do with my time. And what I find, Tony, is a lot of people um, especially my high net worth clients, that's what they do is they bring in experts to help them with these decisions they know they need to happen, but they don't spend time beating themselves up going, well, well, I should be able to do that myself. We've been talking about deadly sins of retirement planning, but we always like to to turn it on its head and take it, a look at it from another angle. Well, yeah, and I like how you do that. You kind of uh, get a bird's eye view there and you're able to say, well, from this angle, uh, you need to uh, you not just look at it straight ahead like maybe uh, you've heard uh, in the media, but really uh, look at it from every angle. And today we're talking about seven deadly sins. And in our first two segments, we talked about the seven deadly sins of retirement. Uh, but now you're going to talk about some other interpretations of the seven deadly sins, right? Or some other interpretations and put a little data to the numbers. So, you know, Tony, there was a, an article from a, a recent insurance retirement institute that surveyed 804 baby boomers and when they did the survey they found that for baby boomers 57 to 57 to 72 at the time of the survey 11 percent had about half a million dollars in retirement but they found that almost 50 percent of baby boomers didn't have any retirement savings at all yeah yeah that's crazy um and that's not a good thing to even hear about. I don't like it. Well, so, it, it, you know, learn from the mistakes of others, because what it's showing us is that, you know, people are not saving enough or anything. And the surveys determined that 23 percent of baby boomers never had any retirement savings. So that's nearly one in four people, Tony. So to me, this is a bigger problem. It's more about understanding. And Tony, I can't tell you how many people that I've worked with that are really smart people, but they were focused on their job, you know, whether it was computer programming or being a doctor, or being a lawyer, and they were busy working at their craft and they didn't even think about it. So it's not that these are dumb people or people that, you know, don't, are, they're not smart or they don't take care of business. They do take care of business, but they just didn't take care of that piece because they were taking care of their families and, and the services they provide. So this is one of the reasons, Tony, I love doing this show is it's all about educating people and getting people to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, and you know what? It, there's just a lot of people out there that have already exhausted their savings. And that's sad to hear about. 
Well, it's tough, Tony, because, you know, life happens. You know, some people just haven't saved enough. But some people, if you have families, if you have somebody that gets sick or you're trying to pay for your kid's college or, you know, how many people do you know that have raided their retirement accounts for um, taking care of their family? Like I know one of my friends, she went into her retirement account to buy her her son a horse for competition. And I really counseled her against it. I said, just lease a horse. But she she was going to do it. And so, you know, she got behind and she had she luckily paid that back to her retirement account. But think if she hadn't yeah. taken that money out. Yeah. Yeah. People do it for good reasons. Right, Tony? They're generally it's not for selfish reasons that people hurt themselves with their retirement planning. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And and we've talked. So we've talked about not saving enough. Uh, and uh, spending what you've saved and not setting a retirement savings goal, uh, what's next? Well, you know, the biggest thing out there for everybody, Tony, is health costs, right? Oh, health care costs are huge. I mean, the government is wrestling with how do we fix it? I mean, we've had, you know, how long in the news have we been hearing about Obamacare and the Affordable Care Act and universal health care? What I take away, my takeaway from that, Tony, is, is this is a problem we need to solve. Yeah. And... Yeah, it is. It's huge, obviously. And there are things you can do with your finances uh, to somewhat plan uh, for healthcare costs in retirement, at least. And it's just part of the overall big picture that you often talk about. Uh, and I think that's huge. Uh, long-term care is one of the biggest expenses out there, though. Uh, and I know this from personal experience. I'm Not that I've needed long-term care, but my mother-in-law and now my my own mother uh, it's outrageous. My mom was in, uh, is in a long-term care facility, and they sent my dad a bill after two months, and the bill was after two months of being in there, eighteen thousand dollars. Oh yeah, it's 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 really really expensive. And the thing we talk about this, Tony, is people are just living longer. It's the good and the bad news because yeah, healthcare is getting true. so much better, even though it's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> but we're living longer. And a lot of people haven't planned. And the thing, Tony, is, is the person it really hurts is the second person to pass. The first person is usually taken care of, but it's the second person who lives the longest that really struggles. And the children, right? Because you're, you're not only the sandwich generation, you're taking care of your own kids, but then you're taking care of your parents. Yeah. So when do you have time to save for retirement? Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's a huge problem uh, that so many people have. So we're up against the clock for the end of the show, Tara. Is there any additional information you want to share with our listeners before we have to go today? You know, Tony, my big takeaway from the show, if you were listening in, is none of us has a crystal ball, but there are problems out there that we know are going to come. We know there's going to be long-term care questions. We know there's going to be health care costs, and they're going to be unexpected because you don't need them till you need them. So do please, please do not wait until you're in your 50s or 60s to start looking at retirement planning, the best thing you can do for yourself is to start early. Even if it's just a small start, but starting early is the best thing you can do. So Tony, Chris and I get really passionate about this. For the callers that are ready to take some action now, we set aside 20 complimentary appointments for those first 20 callers. Tony, the number is 719-210-4242. But Tony, I just can't encourage people enough. A little bit today is so much better than trying to play catch up later. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I think that's so good. What's that phone number one more time where our listeners can reach? Sure, Tony. The number is 719-210-4242. 
All right, and that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Tara Nolan. Join us again for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care, and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.